Hey Centerpoint, thank you for joining us for today's devotions. Yesterday I shared with you that I have been drawn to the Babylonian captivity of Israel as a way of looking for encouragement and guidance and inspiration during our COVID-19 captivity. And a big thing that God did out of the Babylonian captivity and what I think he will do for ours as well is that he redeemed it. He brought some amazing things out of a very difficult time in the life of Israel, and I'm confident that God will do the same. So let's turn to Daniel chapter 1, verses 1 through 2. Daniel writes this, In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord delivered Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand, along with some of the articles from the temple of God. These he carried off to the temple of his God in Babylonia and put in the treasure house of his God. In these two verses, Daniel tells of a tremendous, terrible tragedy that befell the people of Judah. He tells us that Jerusalem was besieged by King Nebuchadnezzar. The city was destroyed. The nation's heart was destroyed. And that God gave the king and the kingdom over to Nebuchadnezzar. Now, later on in chapter 9, Daniel will tell us that the reason that that happened was because of the sins of God's people. They refused his commandments. When his prophets encouraged the king to, to meet the demands of King Nebuchadnezzar, not to resist him or to fight him, the king refused uh, against God's wish and will. And the result of this is the nation was besieged the capital was lost. And then Daniel also tells us that they took articles of the temple back to Babylonia, which means that the temple itself was lost. Now, remember, the temple is where God's people went to meet God. It's where they offered sacrifices for their sins. It's where God resided on earth and where God's people could meet their God. That's gone. That's lost. And now they wonder, how do we meet our God? How do we worship? How do we know that our God is with us? And for the first time in the nation of Israel, they had to ask some questions about this God. How big is our God? Is he a God of a nation or is he a God of the nations? Is he a God of Israel or is he a God of the world? When they reached Babylon, and settled there and made life for themselves, they would still meet. Uh, groups of, of Israelites would gather together in a home and they would pray. Uh, the Torah scrolls, some of them had been saved out of the destruction of the temple and they would read those when they gathered together. They called these gatherings synagogue. It's a Greek com uh, Greek combination of two words, come together. And so they called these comings together their synagogue. When Israel returned from its captivity and began to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, be, began to rebuild the temple, when they settled throughout the land of Israel, they continued to build synagogues wherever they were. They continued the practice of meeting in the synagogues to pray and to hear God's word and to be taught from it. And God used those synagogues as a springboard for the advancement of the gospel. Mark tells us in chapter 1, verse 39, 
So Jesus traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. Mark chapter 6, verses 1 through 2. Jesus left there and went to his hometown, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue. Luke chapter 4. At daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. The people were looking for him, and when they came to where he was, they tried to keep him from leaving them. But he said, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. And he kept on preaching in the synagogues of Judea. The synagogues became a major strategic tool of advancing the gospel throughout the land of Israel. Is the way that Jesus got his message out as he went from synagogue to synagogue to synagogue. Now, as the Jews dispersed throughout the Mediterranean and throughout the Middle East, wherever 10 male Jews were gathered, they created a synagogue. And again, God used those synagogues as a springboard to share the gospel with the world. In Acts chapter 9, verse 19 and 20, we read that after Saul had encountered Jesus on the road to Damascus, was blinded by that encounter, and then received his sight, Luke tells us that Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. At once, he began to preach in the synagogues that Jesus is the Son of God. Acts chapter 13, Paul and Barnabas, when they arrived at Salamis, proclaimed the word of God in the Jewish synagogues. Acts 14, at Iconium, Paul and Barnabas went as usual into the Jewish synagogues. Whenever Paul went to a, a new place, a new city, he would first seek out the Jews in the synagogue to bring the teachings of Jesus Christ. God redeemed the Babylonian captivity and used things from that, the synagogue, as a tool, as a um, strategic tool for the advancement of the gospel. What came out of a difficult time was redeemed and ending up blessing the world with an incredible message. So how will our captivity be redeemed? I really hope you've been praying about that. That has been on my heart uh, in every one of my prayers for this time period, is how, God, will you redeem this? Because I believe, I know God will. I know God will bring good out of all of this. A, a staff member sent me this poem I'd like to share with you in closing. It's written by a man named Patrick Hall, and he said that if Dr. Seuss were to write about this time, it would sound like this. The buildings were big and people would smile and travel they would mile by mile. But sick they became in numbers it grew, businesses worried, communities too. Things stopped for a bit, the world slowed its roll, the virus had certainly taken its toll. But what they then saw from slowing things down is in fact they now had less reasons to frown. Families now gathered, what game shall we play? Pass me the blue crayon, give mommy the gray. Dad's home, guys, he'll read us a book, and then all of us together will cook. The lungs of the planet caught a small break. Less travel meant less pollution to make. People did realize they'd all be okay. They don't need so much to get through the day. 
Maybe this virus that caused so much stress showed the whole world that more can mean less. May God redeem this time for good in our lives. Let's pray. Lord God, we are grateful for the lessons of Israel and Daniel. And as we look back and see how you had redeemed that time, Lord, we look forward to your redeeming our captivity. Lord, bring out great things in our homes, in our families, in our friendships. Pray that you would uh, create a greater longing for that which we've missed, but an acknowledgement that what we have gained has been good too. So Lord, we give you this time and trust you will redeem it. We pray in Jesus' name and all of God's people said, Amen.